since 2019 haven't touched my cars any of that oh. so i'm expecting to go and maybe lose a little something so you know i might lose every single round i'm gonna go in ready ready to lose you know <laughs> <laughs> but i'm gonna have no, fun no, 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 that's no, what no. it's all about that's what's gonna happen yikso's gonna come back he's gonna go to this tournament he's gonna bring back a nice trophy to show y'all on the stream that's the plan he's gonna manifest it right now I like it. That's the plan. But I don't know what any of these new decks do. But I know what my deck does. See, and I know that's the thing with Yu-Gi-Oh! too. That's probably why I have to stop. Because I know it just is like it's forever evolving. It is. And then new things coming out. and new Every few months there's new decks, you know. Mm-hmm. Or new so, sets. Everything. So, so yeah, that's why I knew I like couldn't keep up with it. Like, for real, for real. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm going to just let them have it. Y'all got it. And that's the thing, you know, with us doing this podcast now, you got work going on. Watching all this anime, trying to keep up with the game, it could be hard. So, I'm just gonna go in there blind and see what I can come out with. Okay, okay. it goes to have some fun. All right. So, how you been, have you been keeping up with anything this week? For anime, you know, manga. So I finished Platinum End. Okay, let's let's give some thoughts on Platinum End. So my thoughts on Platinum End. Um, as it started, it started. It gave me. Real high hopes. I, I thought it had real, real strong vibes. Like I was really mm-hmm. digging it. After the midway point, delve deeper into the story. It kind of came crashing down. You know, like the series itself. Like the animation is awesome. The fights great. You have some angel power rangers banging each other. You know, you got the green ranger, yellow ranger, the red ranger. Says that angel power rangers. Angel power rangers. You know, it's what it looks like. But as it got to the ending for me, it felt kind of underwhelming. Um, my brother disagrees with me. He loved it. And I, I, I understand why he loved it. Me, not so much. Okay. I'm going to have to keep it real with you guys. As you guys know, it's what we do. Hey, we keep it real over here. He was not feeling Platinum Man, which that's crazy because I was hearing about it a little bit when it was first coming out. But then I guess as it went on, I just stopped really hearing about it, to be honest. So. And it, it could be the underwhelming side of things. True too. It kind of became predictable too, in a sense. But if you get a chance to watch it, I would like to hear your thoughts about it. I might give it a chance. Uh, I don't know. It didn't, get that, it didn't get that Yikso recommendation. It so. ain't going to get to season two. So <laughs> if it does, I'm trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do to make it season do? two. Yeah. 
Hmm. Um, what else have I watched? I finished. They just finished. Uh, this was actually last week. The case study of Anita's. Oh, yeah. That that anime right there. Mm-hmm. Shout out Studio Bones, my boy's favorite studio. Hey. Studio Bones. Yes, I recommend that yeah, one. That's the one. That's that's the one. Vampire yeah. vampire anime that great action, great stories, um, great comedy. I mean, they they offset balance, great balance right there. You know, so I really enjoyed that. I'm going to catch back up because I finished halfway point of season four of My Hero Academia. So I'm going to go ahead and get back on the deck. Get on season five. I'm on there. Y'all, y'all ain't take. Like I said, I'm a reformed My Hero hater. <laughs> and hey, hey My he Hero said, did his thing. Look, look, he went from not watching it to surpassing me. So I can't even yeah, be mad at him. so knows. I was going hard on My Hero back Back in the day, after I watched season one and two, he I was, was hard on my hero. He was. I was tired of it. I was like, yo, what? People like this? But hey, I came back. Now I'm a new man. A new fan. Then, another one I'm starting, uh, since i got to get my vampire fixed, of course, is, uh, what is that? Seraph? Oh, Seraph for the End? Seraph for the End. I just mm-hmm. watched the first couple episodes of that, and I like where it's going, so we'll see where that Takes. That's what I've been wanting to start on. But I haven't decided if I want to watch the anime or just read the manga. I might watch the anime first, then go through. Read the That's manga, what like I'm going to do. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, besides that, I read Tokyo Revengers. Start off at the end of where season one ended at, which is chapter mm-hmm. 74 is where it picks up after season one. Yes. I've, I've read all, all the way up to two, chapter 247. Mm-hmm. It was so good, I couldn't stop. I'm over here getting off work. I got to know what happens next. It's as good as the anime, you know. So now I'm just juiced up, ready to see what is uh, Kadansha. Y'all got some work. You put up, I need to get back on Attack on Titan, but I'm not even going to finish it now because y'all want to fuck up and go put out like another season. Another final season. This is the third final season. Another final season. So you know what? I'm, I'm going to make y'all wait. Y'all ain't getting my views yet. Until because I was ready to watch Attack on Titan too, honestly. Until I heard that. And I was like, what? Now I got to. Because I was waiting for it to end. I was like, I'm waiting for it to end. I can go watch the whole thing. Now you can't do it. I tweeted out. I was like, yo. My Attack on Titan is about to get the One Piece treatment. It I'm going to watch it in 2032. <laughs> <laughs> you probably catch up on the One Piece before you catch up on this. Because they're trying to milk it for everything that is worth. I'm not mad at them. But I'm not the one. I'm not going to be over here trying to hang on. But. Back to Tokyo Avengers, man. We. I read it too. I stopped at a certain point just because I wanted to get to this point in the manga that I had a few people telling me, shout to Animalytical. Uh, I had a few people from there when I was in uh, their Hot Take Tuesday room. They were saying that once it got to... Well, see, I was going through, the, through it with them throughout the whole thing. Okay. So I heard when they got when they got to chapter like 187, 186, I was in the room when they were talking about like, yo, this would be the perfect spot for it to end. Like, I don't know how they're going to do it. Then, you know, the next few weeks when it got to like chapter 200, they were like, I mean, yeah, it's still good right now, but I still kind of feel like it should have ended like at 186, 187, but it's still, it's still good. But I don't know what they're going to just makes another twist. And then, you know, it keeps going. And then, and now they're kind of at the point where they're just like, yo, okay, if it keeps going, like it's just ruining itself for me. And that's how they feel. They feel like, yeah, it was just ruining itself because. It's still going and doing these things. Oh, like I said, I want to talk about where you know the part where I got to. Okay, 
and we can discuss that. Let's go. And so, like, you know, uh, spoiler alert, if you have not seen Tokyo Avengers yet, go read it. Or if you don't want to read it, you're anime only, then you're gonna be fast waiting a forward years. through this. You're going to be waiting a while. For because it. I'm on what could be considered season four at this point. Mm-hmm. So, you're going to be waiting. Yeah. Make sure you check it out. But, uh, yeah, so... Damn, where do I want to start? I kind of want to start. Do we start from when he first told Chifuyu that he had he the could, powers? He, yes, that he could time travel. That mm-hmm. fucked me up. Like, I can't even believe he actually told him that. Yeah, but I was actually happy he told him. I was like, yo, I was like, okay, thank you. Because I hate when a character has to hide something from like everybody. He's just like holding it to himself. Like, of course, Naoto, Naoto no. But, uh, like, him going back to the past. And having to keep that from everybody else, right. I kind of be, you know, relating to the anime characters too, and be feeling like, okay, I know if I was in that predicament, I know I'd really want to tell somebody, like, yo, I can want to tell anybody, like, yo, I can go back and pass, no matter how ridiculous it sounds. I want to tell them, like, I probably would. I like, if I go back and pass, I'm gonna have to find God, be like, God, me, bro, don't <laughs> tell nobody, don't tell nobody, but I time travel, dog, like. <laughs> but that was cool, and uh, that also gave him like what happened was, yeah, it gave him somebody else to help rely on and help him figure this out and try to help him figure out what he can do to create the future that he's looking for. And Chifuyu is the perfect candidate for that. Yes. Because at the end of season one, after the connection with him and Bajin, after that entire fight went down, you can understand why he told him because he already had his back mm-hmm. up anyway. Chifuyu is a ride or die. He's, he's a ride or die. He's a ride or die. Because he's going, yeah, when you was homie, he's going to be down with you forever. Like, he believes in you, all that stuff. Okay, so he told you for you. Uh, they're trying to come up with like you know plans and stuff, and he's trying to figure out you know like what's the link between everything. What's going to help him fix this future? And what was the first one he went to? It was oh, uh, making sure, trying to make sure that the black dragons didn't create, didn't get created, didn't get created. Uh, took them down before they could actually, or before they could like try to blow up into what they were in the future. Well, he didn't want them to join Toman. Right. Either. Yeah. He right, was trying right. to stop them. Trying yeah, to stop yeah. them from join, joining Toman pretty much. Yeah. So, and that whole, that whole thing was crazy too. So even, even the fight with, um, the main, the main dude. Taiju. Taiju. Thank you. Hey, he was a bad dude. Yeah. But Takamichi proved his ass. Still getting his ass whooped, but he wasn't quitting. Like, yeah, you know, that's what he kind of showed him that, you know, that yeah, you super strong, but violence isn't always like being strong. Just isn't what it always is. It's, it's not, not what, it's, what it's always about. It's not always about strength. Mm-hmm. It's not always about money. It's about how you take care of your shit. And mm-hmm. Takamichi, he takes care of it. He's not even crying as much as he originally was. He still gets his little. Crybaby moments, mm-hmm. not as strong as it was at the beginning of the series. Yeah. You've seen a bunch of character growth from him, and that's what I like with Targets too. Is that he was like, even though he's still getting his ass beat, he's like geeing up about it. Yes. He's like taking the ass beating, but he's like, he's not going down. And that, like when he was training to find that tire, yeah, <laughs> even that, I was like, yeah, okay, okay, at least he's trying to do something, trying, it didn't work, but yeah. he's trying so. But he's got everybody's respect in that regard. So yeah, and that's the dope thing about it is that they know, like, okay, Takamichi can't fight, but they just respect him so much that they're willing to fight for him. And see, going into that point, his girl Hina kind of snitched on him too because she overheard him talking about his powers. Yeah, and who did he go tell? 
you remember who he, who she told? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she went and told uh, Mikey Drake. Drake, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh. so they but then they kind of ended up helping too, because I mean, Dragon said he believed. But no, before that though, before we get to that, let's get to when he first went back, and the future was even worse. But, they said the worst that ever yes. been. Yeah, and they thought Kasaki was dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't. He was really caught alive. him up in the alley. Popped up on him, yo. I was like, damn. It was uh, it was uh, Kasaki that caught him. It was um, uh, Kawasawa, Kawagara. He's a Kawa. He's a Kawa. Yes. And uh, there was one other one. And, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it was Kasaki, Kawa, and Lama? The one with that uh, put the. Uh, the yeah, tattoo it was on. him. It was him. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. believe it was him, anyways. I thought it was look. him or it was. Uh, what's the other dude? Uh, they have so many different. I think it was him, though, because he was always with Kasaki. I think so. it was, yeah. So it was probably him. But after that point, everybody thought. Me included, Kasaki was dead. He comes up in the alleyway and says, I got you. Boom, shoot Takamichi, you know? Takamichi. Like, uh, then all of a sudden, Nato's right there with him. Who's his connection to the past? Who's his connection to the future? Nato. So this is his one final chance to leap back. And he leaps back, you know, shake over there. He, he does his thing. And he tries to shake Nato's hand, you know, to see if he can make it back to the future. And he can't. Mm-hmm. So... He knows that not the future is dead. So it progresses from that point on to where you're at. Yes. You know, where we try to see where, where this whole thing goes on. Uh, a new gang formed under the S62 generation, is what they was calling it. The Vengeance. The Vengeance <laughs> generation. Uh, yeah. And they formed Tenjuku. And that gang was just. They decided to come to Tokyo and just cold. <laughs> fuck niggas up. Everybody up. Everybody. Yes. Nobody. Um, Especially anybody that was Toman. They was just like, yo, you a part of Toman? Okay. You know something about Toman? You getting speed down right if, now. Unless you was Drake or the Mikey, y'all was getting whooped on. I mean, yes. it, it was crazy. They were getting ambushed, beat up. And yeah, even Takamichi and them. Takamichi was going to go on a train to go to uh, where they were at. Right. And then his homeboys that were there, they hopped out. They got beat up on. Whooped. Yeah. But shout out to them, too, because they've grown a lot, too, from where they was just being like, you know, the kids getting bullied in school, being treated like how they were being treated. So now they're a part of Toman, and they getting that confidence boost from Takamichi and watching Takamichi, watching their friend Takamichi just grow and There's a lot himself. of character development in this series, more so than a lot of mangas and animes that I read. Because we're talking about Jujutsu Kaisen has a lot of uh, character development mm-hmm. for these, but I don't even think it has the character development to the extent that this does. I think it's just because there's such a mass amount of characters in this. There's a lot, like because there's so many different gangs. Yes, and then you know each gang has different squads, so there's just so many characters in here. Bro, not that... just different gangs, but they have different tiers in the games. Mm-hmm. You know, which those dudes was crazy too. The uh, the ones that had got locked up, the X sixty two. Like the Vengeance mm-hmm. Generation. Was like seven of them or something like that. Yeah. And they were crazy. Especially Izakawa. When they was locked up, when they did like the little panel of him being locked up. And so what did you feel? Beating on dudes. And... After you found out about the big big twist with Izakawa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> didn't expect it, did you? I was like, no, nah, I didn't. No, I didn't I either. Like, yeah, this... I was wondering, I knew he had to be a cold dude. 
Because mm-hmm. there was a point in anime where his first introduction is he pulls up a Mikey and I forget what he says and he just walks off on him. Mm-hmm. And you're like, who's this dude? I already knew he had to be a, a pretty badass, you know, just be able to do something like yeah. that. Then we find out a big plot reveal. We find out he's Mikey's brother. Yeah. You know, going forth further, I don't remember how many chapters further, you find out uh, he's not really Mikey's not brother. Not really Mikey's brother. You know, yeah. like, what is going on like here? Like a nice Shyamalan twist up in there. It yeah. is. Like, you thought you figured it out. It takes it back from you again. And he reveals he's not actually his brother. And that Shinichiro, which is Mikey's older brother, had just, you know, gone there. Because he was like, they, he was like adopted into the family. He was. Much. So, Shinichiro still wanted to go to him, treat him like a family member and a brother and stuff like that. Because they thought he was. Love. Yeah. But the dad... Ended up cheating on the mom, and he thought the mom that ended up sending him to the adoption agency yeah. was his mom until he seen her in the street and asked her why she did what she did. She's like, I don't love you. You ain't mine. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much straight up told him, like, yeah, you're not my son. You're not my kid. Broke his heart, you know. Of course, I can see why he turned to a life of crime after that. Mm-hmm. That was tough. But, I mean, it was... After that, he just kind of went on a... Well, after Shinichiro died, he ended up just... Pretty much losing his mind. And he just plotted revenge on Emma and Mikey. Yeah. Ah, oh, did Emma. Just because, mostly just because he wanted to take over the Black Dragons. And Shinichiro said, yeah, I want you to take over the Black Dragons. I want to pass it down to the family. He said, I want you to. You win, Mikey. You win, Mondro. Yeah. Yeah, you, it, Mondro is Mikey's, yeah. actually, Mondro's Sano. Which that was kind of funny, too, how they, he just came up with his name, Mikey, because Emma had an American sounding name. So he was like, I just want to have an American sounding name. Yeah. I'm going to be Mikey. <laughs> just because your name was Emma. Hey. And Mikey, he's been a badass ever since he was four. He's over there, strongest yeah. kid, you know, holding it down to this day, to the even to the extent he's at, Mikey ain't never lost. He doesn't, he's never tasted failure. And mm-hmm. even in those moments where Mikey gets like hit, and you're like, "Oh, so now you just laid Mikey down." Right. You sitting there. <laughs> then next thing you know, Mikey gets up, and what's he do? Mikey just gets up, pretty much one shots everybody. One shot everybody. You don't want to give him that <laughs> kick. Shots everybody. That, boom! Your little sidekick. Mm-hmm. It's nasty. It's see? nasty, and even that scene was sad when uh, when he had went back and he had found out, and Otto told him that Mikey, Mikey killed, killed everybody. everybody in the gang, and the last person that standing was Takamichi. Yeah. And he wanted Takamichi to kill him. You know what I'm saying? That scene was sad too. I was like, I was like, man, and Noato, he had the gun on Takamichi. But Noato didn't know Mikey had the safety on, so he wasn't even gonna really shoot him. Ended up killing my boy Mikey. And he shot Mikey and then that was sad. See, he was sitting there and he was like, yo. And you know what's it's funny because Mikey's one of my favorite characters in the entire manga, but he has the least amount of character development. Mikey's just always kind of been Mikey, yeah. Yes, throughout the like, whole thing. The entire time. He he, he hasn't really grew past mm-hmm. it. I want me okay, I want my boy Garmin to catch up because I really want to talk about this. <laughs> but I'm not even gonna we're really spoiling it to where he's read at. But you're gonna see what I'm talking about as you delve further into the I mean you're gonna see, cause if I go further in and I feel like, nah, this is actually fire, then I'm gonna have to go into that hot take Tuesday room. This dude, that, know what that, that, that little, no, like, yo, I don't know what y'all guys is reading, 
This is some heat. <laughs> I'm glad it kept going. But it's, there's a lot more twists and turns mm-hmm. that follow it. Where he where it got me ready that he put a stop to it at the moment to take a little break, you know, to kind of. I just want to catch up. In. Yeah, because you know, reading, watching Takamichi get beat up is traumatizing, bro. Watching <laughs> him get beat up time after time. Your favorite anime character, because you're not used to this. We're not used to We're the not. main character. We're not. You mess with him heavy. You're not used to him getting just beat up every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. But so I just be like, I'm traumatized right now. I gotta let it go for a little bit. So if if it was the end, where it's at right now, what would you rate it? I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Solid. You rate it that high? Mm-hmm. See if it ended where it was at right now. I would give it about an eight out of ten. I loved it. Don't give me that. Where I'm at, I'm at or yeah, where you're where at. at? And where I'm at, you would give yeah. it eight out of ten. Okay. And where I'm at, it's, it ain't moving up. We got. I need. I need some closure now because it's. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, at one. Cause I'm like, it's kind of double-sided. Like I love the story and everything and how it goes. And that's why I want to give it, that's why I'm saying I'm putting it at a 10 out of 10 right now. Because uh, even though we're not used to, like I said, Takamichi, as far as the fighting element goes, he hasn't like had any like growth or anything like that. Oh yeah. And I do want to see that. I want to see something of that, even though I don't know, I don't think it's going to come. And that's why I can still like be like, okay, this is just who he is as a character and give him that 10 out of 10 and just let it be what it is right. like that. Because other than that, I mean, that's kind of, I don't have any issues with anything else in the story. Just just wait till I talk to him about this next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by next week, I'll be caught up. It, it's, I'm loving it, though. I'm loving the, the duration it's taking. I'm loving the story that has came from it. I can see... Why they continued it and where they continued it from, mm-hmm. I could kind of see where it was going even before it hit to that point. There's kind of just foreshadowing that leads up, and you'll see what I'm talking about as you follow through in Tokyo Revengers, dog. That's, that's my shit. Tokyo Revengers, man, go read Tokyo Revengers, please. Uh, it is amazing. I'm, like, I, I gotta go try to get the entire volume. Those are 26 volumes. I want all the volumes. I kind of want to collect them too now. I, I, say, I gotta get a bigger show. <laughs> hey, you're gonna have, you're gonna have, you need a bigger room. You're gonna have a whole room. That's full. Too. Yo, room. I was telling the homie Mel about that. Like about just having like a room and just having like a bookshelf going like around every wall of your room. Just feel welcome. Hell yeah. I, like I want that. I want I my I wanna because I currently have a three three bedroom house. I want I want a four bedroom house though, where me and my wife can share an office slash anime room, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? She may not like it as much because she ain't in the anime like that. But yeah. me? I'm at my little side. I'm really dope if yeah. y'all can have like it, yeah, like half and half. We're she gonna, has like yeah. her best stuff over We're going to have it literally on half. It's going to be little yeah. wallpaper right here where it's just number of anime. And on this side, it's going to be number of bookshelves and all her uh, law work and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, okay, um, depending where you what was the last thing you read, I guess? That's my question. Uh, as far as the manga goes, the last thing I read was when they were at the funeral and they were all pretty much saying goodbye to Emma. I'm trying to remember what happened at the very end of that chapter. I just remember Draken crying. And I think that was it. So I you didn't did, remember anything like crazy happening. You didn't read, but you, so you didn't get to the point where <clears throat> Takamichi travels back to the future then? No. Okay. Yeah, he's <laughs> 
She's still in class at this point. Yeah, this motherfucker ain't ready. Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this. Okay, yeah, we're gonna get on. I'm gonna get on it. So that's what I've been on this week. How about yourself? Uh, honestly, just Tokyo Avengers. I've been re- that was all I read this whole week, and I got to that point. Uh, Tomodachi Game, which we're gonna talk about. A little later, gotta talk about Tomodachi game. I was on that too, I forgot. Yes. Yes. Legit. Uh, I'm trying to decide, see if there's anything else that I typically have. Mm, Kaiju number eight. I read that latest chapter. That's pretty much it, honestly. So it was kind of a smooth week yeah. for you. Like I said, like, once I got with Tokyo Avengers, I was just like reading whenever I had a chance. <laughs> like I was just reading chapter after chapter of that. But once so. it brought you in, you couldn't stop, could you? That's how I went. I was like, yo, I got to keep going. It's time for you to get like Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm going to think about that too. Related to you can leave Demon Slayer alone because I know you didn't want to branch out of that, but Jujutsu Kaisen, go ahead and... Let me go ahead and hop on that too. You just At least read the next arc. Then you won't stop anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> everybody uh, says the Shibuya... The Shibuya arc is oh, so crazy. nasty. You keep telling me. Oh my gosh. And yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Okay. Well... That's what we've been watching this week, you know, watching and reading. So, what have y'all been watching? What have y'all been reading? Let us know in please, the comments, please, or on our social medias at We Are the Ambu in the Anime Ambu, right below. Uh, yeah, just go ahead and let us know what y'all been looking at. Maybe y'all might put us on something new. I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm always trying to keep my list open. I got so much on my list now, and I'll add more. I do not care. And as far as that go, I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, uh, we'll do what released this week. So, yeah, so okay. you want to just so our new releases go. for this week, the spring anime lineup 2022, starting off with Rising of the Shield Hero season two, Tamadachi Game, Komike Communicate season two, I'm Quitting Heroine, Executioner in Her Way of Life, and Tomorrow Spy Family. Well, by the time they hear this, Spy Family will be out. So, oh, yeah, my, my family's out by now. Yeah, Spy Philly is out. Spy Philly will be out. Can't That's another one we're excited for. Yes. I'm pretty sure we were hyped watching it. So, our future selves, let us, uh, <laughs> tell us. I can't wait to go back and look at this. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like a jackass sometimes when I do this, but I'm happy to myself too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, feel like. One of these days we're going to do a live podcast, so I don't feel as bad, you know. Yeah, we are going to, have to do that. Yeah, we'll do a live podcast somewhere. That can be like what we do, like if we do like a uh, like a second podcast throughout the week or something like that. We'll see, do like a quick little like live one. Hopefully, be able to you know team up with Emily more when shit gets critical and or yes. you know Ooh, I like how you did that. Get with any Animal anybody where shit gets critical. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Grab my notebook for one second. Yeah, the, uh, the two. Yes, sir. Uh, I had to do something later on. But also on the other page, I had to. Uh, I didn't get back on it. I've been slack, slacking on my notes. I wanted to give a shout out to everybody in there, too, as well, and Analytical Man. So shout out to Ashley, the founder of Analytical. Gotta give her props. Shout out. Uh, I had to write them down, too, because there's so many niggas in there. <laughs> I'm not sure what I I remember, I remember all of these, but I just wrote them down just to make sure I wouldn't forget anybody. But Tammy, Jungna, Crystal, Johnny, Tony, Clay, Kyle, uh, Pretty Man, Kadeem, 
Vani, and I think that's it. Like y'all, y'all yeah. deep, y'all deep. We we I'm talking missing two. one person, actually. But yeah, look, we only two deep right now. Nah, we might expand, and who knows? But right now, we good as the duo. So, like I said, Kashi and Itachi, it was the number two. When we get more humble members, you know, everybody will have their place. That's it. Humble life for real. Yes. But okay, so that was your new releases. Make sure y'all go check all those out. They're pretty much like the heat right now of what's people are feeling as far as new seasons of anime. For real. And we're going to get right into the Say news. Follow up. Yes. Yes. So first off in the news. First off in the news, we have Chainsaw Man's Tatsuki Fujimoto to release a new 200-page one-shot on April 11th. 200 page. 200 pages. Crazy reads. You talk about you talk about one shot, two hundred pages. That's probably a That's good ten chapters right. at least. Yeah, because a lot of times chapters go like nineteen pages, 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 twenty pages. You know pages, what I'm saying? Yeah. So two hundred. Two hundred. I gotta get on chainsaw, man. <laughs> I gotta get on it. I, I do too, bro. I've been trying to wait and hold out for this anime as well. It's hard, but man, I might have to go ahead. Reading, they keep it in the news. They keep it in the news on us, and it's like. Uh, do you want to keep waiting or do we want to go ahead and just dive right into it? So I might just have to go ahead and I'm on it because, yeah, doing all this waiting is not. Four impatient characters over here, you know. <laughs> yes. So it says, Shihei Ling, an editor for works such as Spy Family and Chainsaw Man, announced on Twitter on Monday that Chainsaw Man manga creator Tatsuki Fujimoto will release a new 200-page one-shot manga digitally on April 11th. Shueisha will publish the manga on its Shonen Jump Plus app and website. Hmm. I like it. So for all you Chainsaw yeah. Man fans out there, be on the lookout. It's coming out. This is that Monday. This, whenever we drop this podcast, it's coming out today. Yeah, yeah it should so. be out today when, when you're hearing this. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, I mean, if you can read all 200 chapters in one sitting. 200 pages, not chapters. Oh, 200 pages, yeah. 200 chapters. <laughs> it was 200 so, pages in one sitting. <laughs> it took me three days to read almost. 200 <laughs> chapters. Documentaries, you know, so. Yeah. Hey, but if you can do it, you're a bad dude or girl. Yes. So the follow-up, we got Shoe Cream releases three new boys love manga in English. And, yeah, you know, we're going to throw this in there for all the BL fans out there. LGBT. You know? If you like uh, BL mangas or anime, hey, this is for you right they here. They got three out. They have Ichika Yuno's Lullaby of the Dawn. They have Imu Sotome's A Kiss That Stains the Innocence, and Yahilo Kaji's I Won't Say I Love You. So three new BL mangas for all y'all out there. It's it. If you go with right here, it mm-hmm. says. The titles are available for free trials. Shukri BL will also release the manga for purchase on Bookwalker. Okay. And it says, Ichika Yuno's Lullaby of Dawn manga also won the Best Comics Award at the Chill Chill BL Awards 2022. So, it's pretty big. Right here winning awards. I didn't even know they had like a BL Award. That's crazy. Makes sense. I could see that. Mm. Yeah. So, something for y'all to check out. All the BL fans out there, man. Make sure y'all go check out those three new mangas 
coming out. From this Shukla. one right here, I'm gonna let you go ahead and uh, touch on. Oh, you know? man. Okay, so uh, this this story, Kaiju Number Eight takes over Metro Station in Milan, and I really want to talk about this just because Kaiju Number Eight is fire. And just take a second to say, Milan. This is Milan. Italy. This ain't even Japan. Yeah, that's true. That's big. That is true. I don't want to say about it. They say like why. Commemorate, okay, so the first volume of Naoya Matsumoto's Kaiju Number no. 8 manga launched in Italy on March 24th, and to commemorate the occasion, Italian publisher Star Comics has installed a massive mural dedicated to the manga in the Porta Geno- Genova station in Milan. They need to do something like that in New York, in the, tra- in the little subway station. They do something like that here, That's somewhere. Even in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's on a certain wall or something, yeah. They won't, but they won't. It'd be dope. Uh, that'd be oh, that'd be so sick. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, Skyrim number eight is uh, it's a good manga. If y'all have not got on that, I highly recommend that. Like that's that's my next read. Might be at the top of the list right now for mangas for me. It's it, what it's uh sixty something chapters in there, right? Yes. So it has enough volumes at least to drop a season one. Mm-hmm. Which they were saying that they were. They had announced that it was going to get the anime. They did, right? So, but I, I couldn't imagine it dropping within the next, at least a couple of years for them to kind of get ahead on some more chapters before. Because the last thing you want to do is drop to complete season one. That you're going to drop it, I guess, in twelve episode increments instead, which mm-hmm. very well could, because you don't want to drop everything at once and all of a sudden you're completely caught up to where the manga's at, which some animes will do. But I do, I did hear that this anime is in production right now. Even well, they might try to do like, um, you know, uh, all the other mangas and animes have been doing it. Season, wait a year, or two. movie, wait another year. True. Two. Yes. Something like that, which that could spread it out a little bit to where they can get something. I'm always down for y'all to drop a season in a movie. That'd be sick. Just like what well, our taxi just dropped last week. I really mm-hmm. want to see that movie. Yeah, I need to see that movie too. But um, yeah, like I said, I just wanted to do this to shout out Kaiju Number Eight. Make sure I go watch Kaiju Number Eight and go read it. Kaiju so give us a little explanation about Kaiju Number Eight. <clears throat> so pretty much there in this uh, in Tokyo, there are these monsters. Kind of, I kind of picture it like Godzilla in a sense, to where. Which, uh, you know, there's giant. You know how Godzilla's always battling other monsters? Right. That's pretty much what it is. Kaijus are these giant monsters. Or they can be giant. They can be, like, small. There's different sizes to the monsters. And they have them classed differently. But then there's a task force that is assigned to come and exterminate the kaiju once they come. And there's pretty much this guy. I think he's 32 years old. And he's working a part of the cleanup crew. So whenever the people come, the task force comes and exterminates the kaiju, he's a part of the cleanup crew that just goes and cleans it up. So his dream was to become a part of the task force because he made like a goal with his childhood friend who's now like the top ranked person in the task force. Right. He made like a, he they made a promise with each other that they would be side by side at the top of the task force. But she made it there. And like I said, he's stuck doing the cleanup duty. <laughs> so he kind of feels like he still wants to try out. Like he tried out for times before, 
but he never was able to pass the exam to get in. So he's like, okay, I'm going to give it one more time. He meets this other kid who joins the cleanup crew, and he, they kind of motivate each other to get into the task force. They try, and they're pretty much like, yo, we're going to try one more time to do this. But something ends up happening to him to where something ends up happening that could hinder him from making it into the task force Ooh. because of what happens. So we got to figure out and, what happens. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to get on that. So starting either Sunday or Monday, if I start Sunday, I'll probably be able to read it all. If Even not, even Monday. We'll see how, depends yeah. on how my work goes first. But I'm definitely jumping on that. That sounds really interesting. And plus, like I said, Kaiju, if you're a fan of Godzilla and monsters and stuff like that, mm-hmm. what's not to like? Yeah. There's actually, there's a scene in there where there's like a Kaiju that resembles Godzilla. It's funny. <laughs> so they did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They kind of did it on purpose. And he's actually known as like the strongest Kaiju that they ever went up against. Shout so, out okay, to they kind of give a homage to Godzilla and like manga. It. To follow up, we have Funimation's YouTube channel becomes Crunchyroll Dubs channel. It says Crunchyroll announced on Tuesday that Funimation's YouTube channel has become the Crunchyroll Dubs channel. The channel will continue to stream anime clips, trailers, and full episodes of English dubbed anime. The channel will also post a dubbed first episode every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, starting with ReZero, starting life in another world on April 9th. And if y'all haven't seen ReZero, I haven't seen this newest season, but that season one. Yeah, I haven't watched ReZero. I, I, that season one, I watched back in, I think, like 2016, 2017, something like that. It was a great anime. And I couldn't wait for them to drop season two. Mm-hmm. And now here I am, season two done dropping. I didn't even pick it back up. It's kind of their fault for taking so long to drop it, but I'm going to get back on it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I didn't ex- anticipate that or anything, but I guess it was it could be expected because, like I said, Funimation and Crunchyroll merged. So Funimation's pretty much going to be everything that's... I mean, Crunchyroll's going to be doing anything that's Funimation. They're going to be taking it over. And it's going to be theirs now. It's going to be probably okay. Crunchyroll. Funimation's doing nothing but the stimulant cast now, right? I think so, yeah. So Crunchyroll is going to be having a bunch more. And I, I'd imagine within this next year, we're going to see a lot of changes. Which I am kind of pissed off. And I will say... On my Funimation account, you know, all your continued watchings. Mm-hmm. They don't transfer those continued watchings over to your Crunchyroll account. So if you was at a certain episode or you stopped somewhere, yeah, you pick it back up. Mm-hmm. I got to go try to remember what the hell I last seen on all these animes I watched. Wait, so they transferred it to your Crunchyroll. They but transferred it didn't say. But they didn't say your watching. where you was or, at. Yes. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Um, then, uh, so it's kind of frustrating. So I got to go back and... <laughs> Figure out what it was I was watching and where I was at and all that good stuff. Shout out Crunchyroll Funimation, but dang, y'all can y'all can help me out You know, help me out a little yeah. bit. I got so much on it as it is. I kept the cue exactly where he was at. <laughs> and for some good news, One Piece anime airs first new episode since the toy hack in, um, on April seventeenth. Yes, it's about time. So it's back for all the One Piece anime fans. It's back out, back popping. One Piece, Dragon Ball is going to be back in the works, hopefully. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it's supposed to drop next week. Unfortunately, that's not happening. But I think we can look forward to it coming out maybe June, July is what I'm hearing. Hmm. 
Hopefully. Which, I mean, if they already had planned to drop it, I mean, does that mean that they, like, lost some sort of, like, something with it? Because if it was already, like, done, then I don't see what would be, like, the problem with it, like, them still, like, dropping it sooner than later. But if this hack, like, did something where they, like, maybe lost a piece of it or something like that and they have to go back in and I don't think do something. necessarily lost anything, but I think they're just trying to continue building all the hype because like, mm-hmm. they keep releasing new pictures. They have a, a picture of Gotenks that just dropped and the Fusion didn't work out and they turns it to the fat Gotenks. So <laughs> we're going to see that. But Which, yeah, they're probably trying to build back up. They know people were probably like a little disappointed when they heard like it wasn't coming out when it was. But I mean... It's Dragon Ball, Ball Z fans. No, yeah. No. Dragon Ball fans are going to like. The name itself is enough hype. Yeah. But I'm going to see it regardless. We're going to bring our boy McQuellis with us when we go watch this yes. movie. Definitely. McQuellis, we definitely. We are in there. But I say look forward to about June, July. Hopefully, June. No, I'm not trying to wait much longer than that, guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, let's go into this one first. Since they're in the same. Yeah, and then they oh. said the NHK report toy inf- the toy animation hack was a ransomware attack. Mm. So that right there, and apparently it said last year. Is it right here? Scroll. Let's see. Uh, yes, a ransomware attack is a form of malware attack that restricts access to data on a company's internal servers until a ransom is paid. Ransomware attacks disrupted meat production and gasoline distribution in the U.S. in 2021 and also hit diamond comic distributors last year. So that's what ended up happening is Toy had to pay his ransom to, you know, actually hmm. be able to get the servers back online and be able to start releasing. So I want to know how much these people made off this attack. It says the ransomware attack continues to affect production of delayed Super Bowl, I mean, Dragon Ball Super, Superhero film. So... That's why they probably have to like push it back even longer because it's still affecting probably not trying to pay that the superhero money. film. But Dragon Ball's gonna make that too. Because still saying, look, just think you have Demon Slayer made over 130 or over 100 million. Jujutsu Kaisen made over 100 million. Dragon Ball's gonna make over 100 million. Pay this ransom, whatever it is, because you're gonna make <laughs> money back. Unless we're asking for 100 million, then mm. we may not never get it. That's true too. <laughs> If it, but it says Toy Animation added is still investigating the details of the attack. It stated it's not sure if it can completely restore what was lost in the attack. Mm. NHK added the ransomware attack is still affecting yeah the production of the film. It's disappointing. But yeah, and I don't know if it's saying that uh, somebody has them for ransom right now though. It's just saying this right here was saying that uh, our meat production and gasoline distribution here. Right. Was put under ransom, right? And that's similar to what kind of what happened with our job situation when it, all that stuff went down at the, at the um, workplace. Mm-hmm. It was a ransomware attack. So mm-hmm. these things are getting targeted. They're getting hit. These hackers are smart. Yeah. They're making money. Maybe they'll eventually get caught. The FBI ain't going to be playing with their money like that. They definitely not. So they going to get on to them at some point. But yeah, so that was the news on the toy animation hack. You know, just a little bit more info, a ransomware attack. So we don't know when the movie's gonna be coming for Dragon Ball Super. 
But we're going to keep you updated, so. Yes, we will. We're keeping hope. Mm-hmm. Now we got Bubble Anime Film. Got a new trailer that films the highlight story. Mm, and this trailer was pretty good. Yeah, we had a little, uh, we got a little glimpse. It didn't. Yeah. It wasn't nothing too, well, we did see some, like, scenes in there that looked kind of pretty crazy when they was, like, running and the building was the falling. The building was falling on them. They running. Don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It looks like they're going to get crushed, but. And then just all of, like, you know, the parkour and the stuff in the animation is just looks flawless. Oh, my movie, gosh. So. The CGI in there, they did their thing. I'm, I'm excited. Now, I'm kind of upset because in Japan, they're going to release this in theaters. We get it on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix can yeah. put these drop this in a limited fashion for like a few days. Let me get yeah. an opportunity to watch it in theaters too. That's all I'm asking. But they could, they could. But you know how it goes over here. Like this is something sort of like new, some new IP. So it doesn't have enough hype around. Yeah, it. it's not gonna get enough hype for them to be like, yeah, let's put it in the theater right now. So unfortunately, maybe if we can get a bubble two, if we can get enough hype, get a bubble two in theaters. But it says, uh, the story is set in Tokyo after bubbles that broke the laws of gravity rained down upon the world. Cut off from the outside world, Tokyo has become a playground for a group of young people who have lost their families, acting as a battlefield for parkour team battles as they leap from building to building. Okay. Hibiki, a young ace known for his dangerous play style, makes a reckless move one day and plummets into the gravity-bending sea. His life is saved by Uda, a girl with mysterious a girl with mysterious powers. The pair then hear a unique sound audible only to them. Why did Uda appear before Hibiki? Their encounter leads to a revelation that will change the world. I like it. Yeah, even from that synopsis, I like the synopsis. So, and I made a parkour team. So Tokyo is just cut off from every everywhere else, but there are still kids living inside. Of this, you know, of Tokyo that has parkour battles mm-hmm. and gravity doesn't exist really in there, so you can just Could jump you and bounce them? around. Just be jumping up in the air, thirty feet everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this sounds like fun. It's gonna put us in our own little world. Mm-hmm. We got a few weeks for the drop, so I can't wait. Like I said we're excited for Bubble. Bubble looks like it's gonna be very, very good. So make sure y'all stay on the lookout for it too. Don't judge um, the anime by its name because I wouldn't. I guess it makes sense when you're trapped in a bubble now. <laughs> That's <sense>. true. Yeah. <laughs> and for our final news of the day, this was kind of shocking right here. It was crazy. Because Jujutsu Kaisen Zero tops $30 million. That's not the shocking part. Leading actors to reveal shockingly low pay rates. Man. And when we say shockingly, let me just give you a little uh, brief where it talks about it right here. What was the part where she said it down more? Right here. Oh, yeah, okay. So it says, Tara Jane Sins, who voices the characters of Momo Nishimiya and Yunham Iori in the series, stated that she was paid just $150 for her role in the film. Wait, Now I think about it. <clears throat> who, do you know which character those were? I remember Momo. Momo. Shimia. Which one was that? Okay, that's the little girl. Uh, she didn't have that big of a That's all I say. We gotta see what role she played. Who did he make? She had one part where she was in the uh, fight where she's flying. In the she was scene. just flying, like keeping them updated. Yeah. yeah. And what was the other one? It was Uda, Uda Hime Yori. Uda Hime. 
Which I guess it really is gonna. Oh yeah, she didn't even okay, play listen, the movie. Okay, listen, you can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she wasn't even in the movie that much. But I want to. I want to. I do want to find out what like Gojo. I want to know what he was paid. I want to know what like Yuta was paid. Uh, let me see. Hold on. This says Sans statements echo similar sentiments from the voice actor of Kaji Tang, who stars in the movie as the voice of Gojo. Mm. Tang stated that he would not be able to make a living as an anime voice actor if he did not also do audiobook and educational work on the side. The actor also revealed that English voice actors are given very little prep time for their roles and often have to do cold reads on the script as they are recording the lines that will be used in the final product. Oh, wow. Hmm. Okay, so maybe she's not the only one, but her roles were like... Now, you, you ain't gonna get more than really $150 for what you did. The roles were not that great. I'm but... Sorry. Gojo. And, hold on, no disrespect either. Shout out to all the yes. voice actors out Let, there. Let's go ahead. You, you, you're you're right. correct. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. No disrespect. I don't want to disrespect you by any means. But respectfully, your roles, you was flying around in the room for a little bit. And the other chick, I don't even remember her being in the movie. She wasn't. She wasn't? I don't think so. She could have been. She was probably like at one of those like meetings, right? She was like sitting there. But she's forgetting. I don't even really remember her being in the movie. So. So. Mm, but now the Gojo thing, she backs up her point kind of with the Gojo because if he's saying like he's not getting that much either. But then, think about it. I want, now I'm curious if she only got paid 150 dollars for the film. How much did she get paid for the series when she? Yeah. Because she she had about five six episodes in there mm-hmm. in the uh, season one. If she's playing both of those characters, then yeah. I wonder how much she got paid. She probably could have got paid too much. Then. Cause they didn't have big roles in season one either, like that. But now, this is all they're doing, and this is the way of making a living. I excuse me. I definitely understand the complaints, um, especially someone with the popularity of Gojo. Yeah, that's what. That's the one I was like, yeah, okay. Now that one doesn't make any sense because as popular as Gojo is, he has an awesome voice actor. Like whoever does yeah. that voice is like nails it to the T. So and he's saying he can't. Well, wait a minute. Is this? Is Kanji Tang the English voice actor? Let's, let's find out. I'm about to say, because I haven't watched the English dub. Of, uh, just I'm not familiar with so. who the voice actors are. So is he an American voice actor or Japanese voice actor? Yep, he's American. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, if I'm American, I can just, okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. If he's not, I don't know how well the dub for Jujutsu Kaisen is doing, but uh, yeah. Overall, voice actors should be paid more. So that's just the general consensus. You're not going to get any argument from me or Yixo. We do believe voice actors should get paid more because you're doing a great role. Like she said, sometimes you don't even get no prep time. You just have to come in, read it as soon as you get in there. You don't know like what's happening in the scene. So you're having to like... And I think, hey, that might be one of those reasons why you know we always say... Uh, Japanese voice actors have more emotion in there. They, you can yeah, feel they want to more. That makes sense, actually. Because she's saying they're not getting any prep time. So they don't know. They're having to like pick up on these emotions like right off the bat. Yeah, you can't get much emotions. Then when Cole Reese, hey, we dub, might have to get the dubs. We might dub. have to cut dub actors some slack. But you know what? And here's the thing, though. Whenever you have a, like I was going to say, is this film made $130 million. Mm-hmm. It probably could have cost no more than $10 million to make the entire thing. Mm-hmm. 
So you have $120 million to be on profit. You can pay them a little bit. I mean, it ain't you can give be, them a little something. It ain't gonna be like like my boy Gojo. You can slid him a quick ten thousand when it hurts your pockets. Like, don't get that greedy. That's a good question. Just say. <clears throat> so my boy Gami's looking up, trying to figure out what the budget was for fifteen point eight million. That's what I said. The estimation was. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of 15, a seven, well, it says pulled in a 17 million. That's what they pulled in. I'm trying to see if anybody knows what the. Look, let's, in, in comparison, let's I'm see sure. what they say the estimations were on here. Well, I don't know what they're saying. No, it's all this stuff. I do believe yeah. they have an official number for Demon Slayer. Look up the Demon Slayer. Uh, uh, budget? Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> I'm just doing everything, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'll get that one. Slayer. Let's see. They have that on there. Much budget. Kirby's budget for the anime had been labeled by the numbers at 15.75 So that's what I'm saying. You had 15.75 million. And that's easily made over 150 million worldwide. I believe. Just yeah. off just off the theatrical release. This ain't yeah. even like the DVD sales they're about to get. They so, made over 31 times the original budget. And here's my thing. These voice actors should at least be able to have some type of obligation and royalties off these sales from DVDs and Cause it sounds like they're not getting anything except a one-time pay of something. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. So these studios definitely gotta be able to pay their. I wonder if it's better to be a voice actor in Japan, or they're just not hmm. complaining. It might be. They get they get I a mean, better opportunity to get the, you know, emotions out because we don't get that those very often. That's true. But yeah, so, I mean. Maybe, yeah, like you said, voice acting over there, which I do kind of feel like they do because when uh, you know, like a Japanese voice actor is like prominent, they get like a lot of roles and they got to be making like some money, some good money. You look like I like to look at IMDb, I don't even remember their names, I just go see who they voice acted. A lot of times, these people are voice acting like 300 different mm-hmm. things, like they're, they're, they're just, they just got their they're lists. getting like a lot of different work, a lot of work. That's good. For them, but see, yeah, that's where it gets you know challenging here is because I don't know. Because one, we're not getting as much anime as they're getting over there, and we do get a lot of anime, but then I guess them trying to like maybe switch it up or maybe only certain people. Because I don't know how long uh, Sans, Miss Sans, has been in the voice acting community or has been doing voice acting, but maybe she just kind of got started and she doesn't she's not she hasn't gotten that look yet there so well, well she been out she's done some, she some done stuff some, she done you give them 2004 G you know so oh, let's see we need to see the roles though I feel like let's, let's look up the roles, roles. let's, let's see, see if she has some like major voice roles but like we said overall hey voice actors do need to get paid more Shout out to all the dub voice actors. Like I said, I go up to 
uh, spaces with some. Shout out to Crystal. Shout out to uh, Zeno B up in there. Shara, Joshua. Shout out to all of them. And uh, those spaces are fun. And hey, because I, I don't want this. Like, I go in there and hang out with them, and I don't want them. She's done. That's how many. That's how many she's done. Nine, 293. She can make a living out of it only because of the amount. You know, it's, it's the quantity, and it's not necessarily the quality. And not, not like I said, I'm not going to knock her word, because obviously she's very good at what she does to be mm-hmm. having that amount. But she has 293 different voice acting roles in here. She's done. And let's go to the very beginning of hers on IMDb. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so she hey. started out in 1988, 1989. So she definitely has a reason to be. Oh, okay. Having a uh, say so Sailor Moon she's been doing. Yeah, she was in some series. She was in some Ocean Original Ultraman. Slayers. The Slayers. She was mm-hmm. one of the uh, main people right there in the Slayers. Rayer. She was in some stuff. Berserk. She she did the voice of Bubble Store in the Pokemon movie. That's interesting. What was her voice? She was uh Bubble Sword. That's what I'm saying. He had a voice. Yeah. Oh, she had a voice. Well, that she just does that. That was it. That's what I was thinking. Like, what? Hey, mama. <clears throat> you could literally, you could pay me. I would do all, however many thousands of Pokemon there is. I'll do all of them voices myself. For 150 bucks. And then they get to keep using it and using it and using it over the years. I got your royalties, man. Uh, yeah, royalties. that's what I'm saying. Let me get some royalties. She deserves royalties. That's what I'm saying. Like, her voice, her voice is definitely used. Like, she's been Mokuba in Yu-Gi-Oh. That's Kaiba's little brother. That's a pretty big role right there, too. So, I mean, she's got, she's got Tokyo Pew. She's been games, too. I've seen two of Smash Brothers. Yeah, Shaman King. Shaman King. She was Anna. She was uh, the girl. Oh, yeah. The main girl in mm-hmm. Shaman. So, so, she got some roles. Okay, so. Tara Jane Sands. You do deserve it to be paid a little more. Although in this movie, like we stated, you didn't do that in the movie. Your roles in this movie weren't that. Like, like I said, Yori, I don't even remember seeing her in the movie. And the other character, uh, Momo, she, she was flying movie. around for like a little bit, but it was like a forty-five second. But still, scene. I, I, but I still understand the grab. Even for hundred fifty dollars, you make hundred fifty million, you could have thought her a couple thousand. But you might feel that same way. Yeah, when you see the movie you were in. Whether no matter how small the role, you see the movie do 130 million or something. Oh, like that. you like? Way. I mean, dang, this made 130 million dollars and I only yes. got paid 150 bucks. That's tough. That's crazy. That's tough. And I couldn't think about that because just imagine too in that time, like if she didn't have any other roles going on, and that was like her role was doing just Kaisen right now. And you got to realize this is definitely her way of earning a living, mm-hmm. especially at this point. This is all she probably knows, so. I feel, I feel for her. Yes. Uh, what does it say? Okay, that's the same thing. It says, Sand stated that she unsuccessfully attempted to negotiate a higher wage since the Jutsu Kaisen Zero would be a theatrical release. The actor further clarified that she doesn't blame the recording studios as they are given a strict budget by the companies behind the anime. Sands believes changes need to happen at the top of these companies before the wage situation will improve. So she talked about Mappa? Pretty much, kind of, yeah. 
come on, man. But y'all overworking your employees and now you're underpaying the voice actors. <laughs> you got such good quality work to be doing this. And it's just, I because I, I feel like on one hand, I feel like they're, they're, they just feel like they don't really need to. Like they have to give this strict budget to American uh, companies or businesses just because they don't know. They really just don't know if they gonna make their money back over here like that. Cause anime fans can be a little fickle sometimes, and it can be a little flaky. Where you don't know, like yeah, series does well, but then maybe not everybody. Even though everybody like Jujutsu the anime was so hype, maybe not everybody goes to go see the movie. Right. You know, maybe everybody waits for it to come out on Crunchyroll or something like that. Or, wait for the pre-release up, but again, royalties. Put a royalty thing in the contract first. You can they get or they get so much in this they make so much sales in the movies. Okay, well, we're gonna up your pay now all of a sudden to this right here. So there's definitely different things you can throw into the contract where you can take care of your voice actors. They're literally the ones carrying the film, the series, anything of that nature. Doesn't matter what it is. That's true. Whether you're a sub or dub fan, so because when they can and they add that emotion, that makes people. That attaches people more to the characters, which attaches people more to the anime. Yes, it does. And it makes them want to go buy the merch, the box sets, all that when it comes out. So, yeah, pay your voice actors more. Voice actors need to be paid more. Uh, shout out to Tara Sands for speaking up about it. Absolutely. We respect you for that. We probably I apologize need more. for my uh, previous statements. Because, I mean, even though your role wasn't very big in this movie, you definitely have a body of work and she's got some quality out there. So your voice is very important. And hey, we don't know nothing about the voice acting, you know, Can't that way in life. So, hey, we don't know what they do with their budgets and how they, how these big companies. But if you uh, want our voices in there, go ahead and reach out to us because we in there. We can do some voice acting too. I, I can change my voice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I can sound like a rattle. Yo, you just heard it here. Look at the range. Look at the range from the Yixo. High low, you know. So let's go. Yeah. Once again, pay pay up. Give them a little extra money. Come on, one hundred thirty million. One hundred fifty bucks though. One hundred fifty bucks is crazy. Bro, that's like a point zero. I keep going back to that because it's just, even though I just said like the role was small, but even still, right? That's what I'm saying. The, the that's still crazy. One hundred fifty dollars. She didn't even get is a point zero one. She's like point zero 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 one. You know, I mean, I don't yes. know how to fathom that. That's that's tough. What does it say right here? It says echoes. Oh wait, no. Several other prominent voice actors, including Stephanie Say. Who's in FLCL and Sailor Moon and Kyle McCarley from Mob Psycho 100 have pushed for the anime industry to adopt union dubbing. While some distributors, such as G Kids and Netflix, do utilize some union voice work, the majority of the English voice acting, acting of the voice acting industry is non union. And at times like this, I can understand why you want a union. You need somebody hey to fight for you. I mean, let's get on uh, G Kids and Netflix, get them unions. And just like, because they know a uh, guy just got like an Amazon union established. I remember seeing that, reading about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too. Yeah, sure did. Yeah, he just got a union established in Amazon for the. Try to fire him and yeah. took him to court, ended up winning and he got won, a union. Yes. And got a union. So, and he's hey. actually the leader of the union. Yeah. Now, so. 
So we need to get more of some voice acting unions going. Like we said, voice actors y'all have our support because we want to keep seeing anime spread to larger audiences. Yes. You know, we're not we're not gatekeeping out here. Well, unless you're a weirdo. <laughs> but other than that, we welcome all to the anime community. You know, we want to spread this out and keep it going. But we want to put money in your pockets too, because y'all and that deserve too. it. Y'all definitely deserve it. I was talking with a homie yesterday and I was telling him like, yo, I never really like, you know, supported, you know, companies by like, you know, paying for like subscriptions for animes and stuff like right. that before. And they were like, well, what if I had, you know, a manga or something and, you know, I decided to put it out. Would you not pay to help support mods? And I was like, well, of course I would, but I explained to him like how I felt that companies like Crunchyroll and maybe how they're big into other companies, but I don't know. I really don't feel like the manga cause are reaping big benefits from that. You got to remember also the authors of this will see a whole lot more of the money than the voice actors as well, you know. Of That's course, the author is going to be seeing all the money. I mean, it's his damn series. It's their, it's their body of Even work. in that sense, they might be feeling like they're getting underpaid for what they're putting out. They could. That could be why they always go on hiatuses and That's shit like too. that. Like, if you don't want to pay me, I'm just going to stop. I would too. <laughs> exactly. But, but uh, yeah. So, right. that's it. Pay and your that people. is all we have for the news today and we're gonna take a quick little break real quick and get right back to y'all with the ending half of the anime Ambu podcast yeah good y'all we back from the quick short little break but uh now what's up it's time it's time man why don't we go ahead and get into one of the i think it's one of the most anticipated besides Spy Family, you know, Rising the Cheryl season two and stuff like that. I think this one was pretty anticipated. Especially by the Ambu, you know. We was, by us. We was I was excited. And I was not disappointed. I ain't gonna lie, I was not disappointed. We've been talking about this for like the past three, four weeks now at least. Yes. Tomodachi game, first episode was finally put out. And I said I loved it right off the bat. As soon as I finished the first episode, I loved it right off the bat. Uh I just say quick little notes. Uh, first off, it got to the shit real quick. It did. It didn't take but maybe ten minutes for not even that. It was five minutes. I remember the time. I looked at the time. I was like, "Yo, this is quick." Like, it's already getting to it. I looked, and it was five minutes in. I'm like, "Yo, damn." You know what? Probably took ten minutes for me. What? Every time they did a little brief little synopsis on the player, I'm over yeah. here pausing. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I do the same thing? Because they explained it by pretty quick. Squid Game feel to it. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to have the murder intentions that Squid Game had, but it's definitely a devious game going it has, on. Because you have people getting kidnapped, being pretty much being told, like in Squid Game, meet at this place. You can pay off your debt or make money. And well, they weren't even told that at first. They right. were just told to meet at this spot. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. They all meet up there. They got a note from, well, he got a note from the girl, and then they got a note <laughs> they thought it was from Yuichi. 
and then they get there and they all get taken. And it started, the last thing you see after they get taken is Luigi gets hit in the back of the head. They said, Stop, look at it. Yeah. And then he wakes up in a room. It's like a classroom, you know? Mm-hmm. You're looking around like, What the hell's about to happen? What's going on, you know? Yes. And they're all like, What? And then you see this character pop out from behind the walls, from one of the walls. And he's in there. And he's like crazy. And the uh, one little quiet chick. He looks like Bob the Builder. Recognize him. He looks like Bob. He does kind of look like, no, <laughs> like Bob the Builder. Weird. Like, the yellow cap, the overalls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Uh, but uh, he comes in. And everybody's like, what the hell's going on? She tells him like, oh, he's a character from a children's show. Where he would go around and beat up kids and rob them or something like that. And so he pretty much starts breaking down the game to them and what's going to happen and that somebody, well, that they all have a twin. That's what he said, is that they they have a 20 million yen debt. And they're like, wait, what? Do we you have know, a 20 million yen I actually debt? looked that up. Do you know how much it is in U.S. dollars? It's like $164,000. Yeah, because I remember when he said that they each had a, that they each could. Oh, no, because I remember when they were collecting the, uh, Two million yen. I was like, how much is two million yen? I looked it up and it was like $16,000. So, uh, yeah, they have a 20 million yen debt. And uh, they immediately is like, wait, what? How am I in 20 million? How am I in 20 debt? 20 million yen. And they kind of immediately know, like, okay, well, maybe it's just one of us. They think that one of us. Someone got some deep trouble or lost yeah. a lot of money. So, and so it's one of us that has a 20 million yen debt. Who is it? Who is it? And they each have like, what was it? Was it 4 million yen in debt to each other? To like themselves? Yeah. And they can either and they can win the money win or, the or double their debt. Yeah. So their debt will either, either increase or go down depending on how they do in these games and these challenges. And they got to work together somehow. But, hold on. Well, first off, one of my first thoughts was, yo, Shadi said they were going on this class trip. They're all planning for the class trip. Uh, Yuichi, who was the main character, uh, he's didn't one, have the money. He's the only one that we really understand now. But he was uh, working for that money, right? Yeah, he was trying to work hard for the money, but uh, like he said, he was working hard for it. He didn't really have the money like everybody else did. Everybody else put the money up. They was good to go. It was 70,000 yen, right? 70,000 for everybody. And they were all putting it together. They had accumulated 12, 2 million yen. And Shorty, the class president, I was like, what? She said she put it in her locker. Put 2 million yen in your locker at school? That's everybody knows up. about? And he gets, I was like, y'all don't have like a safe or something else to like put it in? You gonna put it in the locker? She did, she and then immediately got robbed. Brian, you know? Immediately it got snatched up. She's like, I put it in there, went to lunch, came back, and it was gone. Like, it seemed kind of fishy already. Yeah. So then it was her, right? Her and the rich guy. She, she be, she don't. I don't remember his name. I don't remember any of their names besides you. It's because I related to you so much in this anime. I related to that guy. I felt that he's I didn't. Yeah, I don't remember anybody else's name so far in the anime. Just him. Because he was my guy. But, uh, yeah. Shibi. Yeah, I look. I, so, uh, I, I Shibi, probably remember that name. What was the chick's name? Uh, Shito. Shiho. So, Shibe and Shiho. Then you got Tenji, Shinomiya, and Yuichi. Yeah, Shibe and Shiho uh, disappeared. For a few days, which see thinking about it now, 
that we seen that one scene between them when uh he tried to kiss her mm-hmm. and she punched him or smacked him. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, she be doing. Yeah, yeah. She punched him. Straight in the jaw. I think maybe they snuck off together to like do something. Then he punched her. Or maybe they just disappeared just because they was like, yeah, they just wanted to disappear off to get some uh, get some quick love in. Ooh. Maybe but that's he why thought, they. He thought he was getting quick love and she wasn't down for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so those two disappear. Nobody knows where they, they disappear after the. Money was gone. Nobody knows where they're at. They can't get in contact with them. So they're, they're wondering. If they're they start to suspect them. Yeah, they're wondering if they're the ones that stole uh, two million yen or not. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, everybody gets a letter, and Yuichi gets a letter who he thinks is from Shibi, and they said to meet up at the spot. Mm-hmm. When they go meet up, all five of them meet up. This is like you said. This is within the first five minutes. Yep. They all meet up, and next thing you know, he's telling them he got a letter from Shibi. Then. The girl Yahio said she got she thought she got a love letter from Yuichi. Yeah, you know. So they're thing. all thinking they got a letter from Yuichi, and he's like, "No, I got a letter from you." And then all of a sudden, you hear her say, "Yuichi, watch out behind you!" And then smack him. He gets smacked in the back of the head. He wakes up and they say, "Let him go, let him go." Yeah, and he wakes up in this white room. It's all white. They're all in there. They're already you know awake and conscious and. They're like, are you okay? And he's like, yo, what's going on? Like, what's happening? That's when they meet the character. What was the character? I forgot the character's name, too. Oh, shit. It was something, sign, mm. something, Don't ask me. something, chan, something, sign. I just remember his voice. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I like that aspect of it, too, because it does give it that sort of, like, creepy aspect, especially when he started, like, feeling real devious. And he was doing, like, the smile. Manabu. Manabu-kun. But, yeah, so... He was doing like a smile, feeling, looking real devious, explaining to them. But the moment that had me cracking up the most <laughs> is after they got through, after he got through explaining their debt situation to them. And immediately Yuichi's like, dang, okay, so who has the debt? Like, who we have to figure out who has the debt? And then they asked him before this even happened, before you get into that. He had these little flashbacks between his mom and his dad, asking, oh, telling yeah. him what's most important to you. And his dad's telling him money. Mm-hmm. Money is the most important thing to you. And then he's seen his mom, I'm assuming who was on her deathbed or something, yeah. and saying friendship is the most important thing to yes. you. So he's already kind of caught in turmoil right here, wondering what's more important, friends or money. Yeah. And so they're sitting around, and he's trying to, he's thinking, like, yo, who could have, like, Accumulated his debt, and then one of the friends—I think it was the girl, right? The main, the vice president. Yeah, yeah, it was. Chiho, she says, "Well, it doesn't matter. Like, we're all friends. We'll just help whoever it is. <laughs> Nobody needs to come out and say whose debt it is. We just will help them out because we're all." He friends. wasn't no. He, he's like, hold and on. Immediately, his face was like, "This is what is this what friends are? Is this what friends? Are? Hold on, wait, hold on." He was legit sitting there like, "Yo." I'm broke. I don't want to help you pay off your debt. I'm already trying to make money. Because Manabe Kun said, because the guy told him, like, yo, what happens if we don't want to play? He said, you can leave. But the person whose debt it is is still going to have to pay off that debt. They're just going to have to pay it all off by themselves. She immediately spoke up for everybody. Yeah, she came out and was like, 
yo, it doesn't matter who that it is. Let's just help each other out because we're friends. And she's so like, that, yo, I'm broke. So that sense of do kind of make her kind of look like. She looks very suspicious off the bat. She does. But like you said, it's always. And then everybody else jumped in after that. Everybody except Luigi. Everybody else was like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. We're all friends. We're just going to help each other. And finally, he starts kind of sitting around thinking about it. He's like, you know what? He, he thought about back to that flashback with his mom, like, friends. Well, first, when Nabe came into him, and I was like, mm, you suspect one of your friends, don't you? You look real yeah, suspicious. He, he yeah, he came by the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hmm, you suspect one of your friends? Yes, yes. I forgot y'all about that. Oh, yeah. he did. Yeah. And then he asked him, like, mm, what's more important to you? Money, your friends, and then that's when yeah, he thinks back to that again, like Ixo said, thinks back back to what his dad and his mom said, and he's like, nah, friends, friends are more important to me. Now, are friends really more important to you? That's what we're gonna find out. And they get into the first game. The first game. It's a simple game. It's a yes. simple yes or no, or is it right or wrong type of game? And this thing, it's kind of like it's set up kind of like a Ouija board type deal. Where they all put their hands on this like coin looking thing. And then if they all think the same answer, it moves to that answer. If they get it right, they get rid of the debt. Yes. I think it was like the person who reads the question uh, will lose, like get some. And we don't find that out until Yuichi reads it. Yeah. Because everybody else is just asking simple questions like the very first question they ask. Simple questions. Like, does one plus one equal two? And of course, the obvious answer is yes. And what do they do? But then when they do it, they go to no. It goes to no. And then it moves on to the next person. Yeah. And all of these questions were like super easy. Like somebody, the first another person I asked, is What's Mount that? Fuji the highest mountain in uh, Japan? Which the answer is yes. But then what happens again? They go to no. to no. And so the first three people all answer simple questions like that, that the answer should be yes. But it always ends up going to no. So then when it gets to Yuichi Kun. He asks, is there seven days in a week? Mm-hmm. And he, he reads, well, he reads, the, he reads yeah. the, uh, on the bottom right there what it says. And it says the person gets to choose the question. And it says. On a blank piece of answer, paper. Yeah. And it said at the bottom it says if the answer gets yes. Then uh, what did it say? It said the game is over. If y'all get the answer to be yes, the game is over. And you can move on to the next round. But if the answer becomes no, the person who asked the question gets some of their debt taken off. Or something like that. Like yeah, they get, like some, yeah they get their debt like halved. So he was like, oh, so this is what they've been doing this whole time. This is why the answer has always went to no. Because he suspects his friends have been answering no because they've been trying to get their debt cut in half. Or getting a portion taken off. So then he's like, wow. So then he starts thinking like, well, then the fifth question has to be something different. Because he's thinking they're not going to keep this going. He Now he's feeling like they're all trying to put it off on the little quiet side girl. And now she's going to get a regular question. And she's probably not going to get that little thing at the bottom of hers that says, yo, if the game is over, the game is over. If the answer is yes, or you get your debt, some debt taken off if the answer is no. He's thinking like they're just gonna give her a question to answer. She's gonna answer it. They're all gonna answer it yes. And then it said uh, the person. But he didn't think about that until after his question, right? It's after his question. Yeah. Once so he was, was thinking like about his question is when he thought about yeah. it. Yeah. And then like uh, what's his name? Mahabe or Manabe? Manaba. 
said that uh, the person that comes in last place Inherits all the day. gets all the day. Yeah. So he's thinking like, dang, they're gonna put all this debt off on, on her. The innocent, the cute yeah. little innocent girl, who's actually feels closest to Yuichi. To him, because they went back to that other flashback where she was like, yeah, I don't think I'm really close to anybody else. You're the only one that called me the certain name that he called her. Kokoro. Mm-hmm. It was Coco something. Yeah. Coco Doso. Something like that. But yeah, so now he's just sitting there like, like, damn, like, it's just like, how do I want to play this out? While this is going on, there's like a camera where there's these people in the background watching mm-hmm. everything going on, and they're like, "There ain't no way that they're gonna be able to end the game this quick." Which also adds that other like Squid Game element to yes, it. Yes, it does. People behind the scenes monitoring the game, kind of keeping track of it. And uh, what happened at the end of the episode? At the end of the episode, I just remember it ending on a cliffhanger. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it because now there's some things that I'm. Again. There's now some uh, questions I need to be answered. I want to kind of, mm-hmm. I want to pay close attention. This is what I was wondering you'd have to pay close attention to because there's a lot going on. So you want to see how the characters are acting, if any of them are acting suspicious. Yeah, and even the people behind the scenes was like, oh, I can tell by the look at it on Yuichi's face. He's starting to doubt his friends. Which? And starting to not know if he can, like, really trust them. It shows, it shows a little image right here where all his friends have these little evil red eyes, you know, mm-hmm. as, as it's going through it. Yeah. So, I, there's already doubt being placed in his mind in... About what it could be, who it could be. And before this even popped up, I felt like I told Gami, I was thinking like, this, what happens if it's all his friends, and it's just setting him up, and one guy who don't even have no money, you know? It could be everybody. They're all guilty. That's true. No, I'm, I'm trying to see where this is going to go. So next, next so, week, yeah. I'm gonna, I, like I said, I love this first episode. I'm excited. I love more. it too. I love it too. I really I'm did. ready to see more of this. I'm, this I'm gonna watch it again excited. before the next episode comes out. Yeah, I probably I'm definitely gonna watch. We watch the first episode again just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Make sure I pick up on everything that's going on. And I think that's is that everything. That's everything. But so, I will tell you uh, as far. As what I rated at right now, mm-hmm. how it started, it started off nice. So I'm gonna give it an eight point five. It, it can definitely go up and it can definitely come down. We will see where it goes, but the very first episode set it up perfectly. Yeah, I give it a solid. I think I give it a solid nine. I like to start high, and then as it goes on, either it can stay high or, like Yixup said, it can go lower. So it. I like this first episode, especially when I like a the anime right off the bat. I like to give it the high rating. Just because, you know, I like it. I don't have no complaints about it so far. So I give it a solid nine, maybe even a 10, maybe. Just start it's, it off it's high. Nice, it's a nice little mystery. And let it go down from there if it goes down. But yeah. Okay. We recommend it. Absolutely. We definitely we recommend, recommend you hopping on Tomodachi Game immediately. This is not an anime I feel like you're going to miss. You're going to want to miss. It or might be, be late on. You'll probably have a movie drop it after the season anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like everything else. Just everything else. You know, they're following the same pattern nowadays. Why not? Exactly. But, uh, yeah. So, once again, thank y'all for watching uh, the anime Ambu. You can always hit our links right down here. Not hit our links, but just follow us on all our social medias. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And make sure y'all follow us on TikTok, too, as well. We are the Ambu or the Anime Ambu on all those. Also, YouTube. 
got videos going up on there. Yes, we do. Uh, lots of clips coming everywhere. Anything. Uh, always remember to DM us as well if you got any questions for the show. Email us. You can email us at animebpod at gmail.com. And what else? What am I forgetting? I forget anything else. Mm. Just hit us up. You know, hit us up. Interact with us. We want to make y'all, you know, part of the show as well with questions and stuff like that. Maybe we'll, maybe we could do like, find out a way to get like a segment in the future where we talk about a topic and maybe we could like call up some people and be like, oh, all right, did you, yes. did you watch this? Yeah. yeah. We want to get your thoughts on this certain topic right now. And we, like I said, We'll try to do some uh, live live podcasts as well. That way we and can get some more interaction with you guys because mm-hmm. we really we really do want it, and we appreciate all you guys that do listen and interact with us right now. Thank you so much. Yes, thank y'all so much. But like, like I was saying, thank y'all for watching the Anime Ambu podcast. Where if they don't keep it real, we, we will. will.